It's time to play the show. The bell has rung, and that big show might be over. But it's time for us to bring wrestling information you can enjoy with the math predictions, analysis, the ups and downs of professional wrestling, all reaction, some beverage drinking to bring you logic on tap with your good brothers. It's time for you to look into the eyes of Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder on Beer, Blues, and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special wrestling review of, from us, the guys at Beer, Blues, and BS. You know, that podcast that sometimes talks about wrestling. I'm your host, the living embodiment of Charlie Brown, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Hey, I'm I'm good, you know? I just made it through full gear. I made it through the entirety of the pay-per-view, because, of course, it's an AEW show, so therefore we can use those three letters, the P, the P, and the V. Why? Well, because we know that uh, a WWE show is a PLE. So, anyway, uh, let's see. I'm I'm okay. Obviously, we need something to drink, so there is that. Uh, I do have to also say, I have somewhat of breaking news. Oh, unwrestling wow, related. I, you know, I, I kind of figured that, but... Uh, so we brought I mean, him we in have... <laughs> with the wrestling. We're giving him the news. We're giving him the news. Oh, my gosh, guys. It's the news. We was expecting wrestling. Uh, go ahead. Hit us, Kidder. What is the news? And and if I, you know, uh, had something lined up, I could uh, hit the graphic and then it would do the thing. But, um, you know, live podcasting. So, starting Monday... I, the man, the myth, legend, Mark Hitter, on 96.5 The Walleye, will move my little time slot from noon to three, moving it up the time uh, clock a little bit, and will now be back in my Bismarck Bandan home of three to seven p.m. Central Time. So that's right, I'll be there. Ride home with Kidder is back, baby. I, I never really got to experience the ride home with Kidder. It was always the ride home with the commercials that are playing during <laughs> yeah. Kidder. Well, that's what happens when you're so popular. You know, everybody wants a piece of the action. I don't know why they don't buy in uh, this show. <laughs> let's be honest. I'm not sure. So, hey, let's uh, transition to the segue. If you want to support this show, we would love for you to join us. Number one, subscribe like the uh, the video here that would be a great uh, help and uh, benefit to us the liking that's free the subscription that's free and of course if you would really like to help us uh, you can donate to the show uh, streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs it's actually right on the bottom of the screen if you are watching this on uh, youtube right now if you're listening to this in the replay you can, of course, click the show notes, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. And with that, uh, $1 a month helps to try and 
avert the the thirst, the extreme thirst of a couple of podcast hosts. Uh, speaking of that, you can also buy us a beer, buy us a round, just uh, one, five, ten dollars, maybe five hundred. That would be that would be cool too. We'd appreciate that. But you know what? Uh, how about your uh, logo here at the bottom of the screen, or maybe up top? This show sponsored by your business here. We would love to hear from you. That made me thirsty already. You got anything else to add to that, uh, Howard, before we, of course, get to everybody's favorite segment on beer, blues, and BS? And that, of course, is what's on tap. I mean, we might as well just get right to what's on tap. That, that's, that's really why people are here. <laughs> so, 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 Kidder, what yeah. you having tonight? Well, you know what? It's a good night and uh, twofold. Number one, full gear. Good show tonight. I'll discuss that momentarily. And your Colorado Avalanche doing fantastic tonight. Uh, the first two periods, not so good. But the third one, boom, blew the roof off of uh, the Dallas Stars in Dallas, Texas tonight. Avalanche picking up the win, 6-3, to three, doubling up <clears throat> the old Dallas Stars. So with that. I and would normally have a beer, as of course we are beer, blues, and BS, but tonight I'm feeling that uh, I need to pick out perhaps some of the, the good stuff. You know, the old Templeton Rye Six Year. There it is. That's the good stuff. And this being from Templeton, Iowa, the home of Templeton whiskey and Templeton rye. This is the good stuff. It's a six year release from American Oak barrels and bottled at 91 and a half proof to deliver the exceptional rye whiskey with hints of honey and floral with the deep rye spice and oak. Yeah, it's, it's good. That's why it's, you know, the good stuff. I got a couple other ones in there that could have popped open, but this one's open, and I feel like rolling through it because I do have, like, another bottle or two of it. So I uh, might as well en enjoy a little bit of this tonight, wouldn't you say there, Howard Blues? I mean, that's a good call. That's a, that's a very good call, and I, I, I'm glad you chose something uh, that you're going to enjoy, um, you know, because you're going to end up doing most of the talking. And uh, This will yeah. soothe the vocal cords, you know vocal lubrication mm-hmm mm -hmm. back in the triple b fridge there we go so jaco what do you got what do you have over there uh well kidder um i'm parent in charge this um particular weekend yeah so tomorrow's already gonna suck because you know it's an aw really? pay-per-view so it's like yeah, we're starting late, and I'm going to be getting up early. Uh, but you know, Kidder, it I I, I had I, I was in a bit of a, a an issue because uh -oh. the last few of these wrestling reviews, I've been doing punishment shots for all my wrong predictions. Yes. Uh, for those who maybe aren't familiar with our show and what we do, um, I because I have kids, I hardly have time these days to keep up with the wrestling world. So 
Uh, I, I don't get to really watch. So Kidder's going to get to do most of the talking. He watched the show. But for years now, we have been doing predictions, and it's all for the, uh, you know, for bragging rights. You know, the old defunct WWE pay-per-view. Uh, we, we just pass it back and forth. Kidder's held it like the last, like, three shows. So, I mean, we'll see how we do. But uh, I've been doing punishment shots when I get it wrong. But you know what, Kidder? Uh, last time I finished the schnapps that I had, I'm out. So I went digging in the old liquor uh, cabinet. Like, what could I have that I could use? And uh, Kidder, I, I'm really not going to want to get stuff wrong because I did find schnapps. Uh-oh. <clears throat> it is all peppermint schnapps. <laughs> so well, at least uh, the people aren't uh, going to know that you were hitting the liquor closet. You, it's going to be one of those... One yeah. of those things of um, just smelling extra minty fresh. Uh, you know, it's 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 one of those people uh, usually use this as a mixer and not uh, to do straight shots. So uh, I hope I do well tonight. <clears throat> just... Those people, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's what I'll be drinking uh, as soon as I get one wrong. And uh, hey, uh, I'm using Kidder. Uh, uh, tonight, I pulled out my St. Louis shot glass from when I was down in St. Louis and attending a very good friend's wedding down there. So, yeah. So that's what I'll be having. Wonderful. Yeah. Welcome, viewers, to the stream. Please, <laughs> please hit the like button. We need your help. Okay. Yeah. So, great. We have what's on tap. We have bragging rights. We explained the rules. The big question is, are you ready? As ready as I'm ever going to be while sitting next to a bottle of peppermint schnapps. Let's okay. uh, let's let's do this. And uh... oh, hey, one more fun note, Kidder. Uh, yes, I, my painting desk is back in painting mode. And I'm assembling models tonight. And uh, so that means not only will I be drinking peppermint schnapps for every wrong one, I'm also playing with glue. So this is going to be great. Will Howard glue himself to something? Probably. It's uh, more than likely. Perfect. Also, uh, you know, while you're watching this, even if it's not live, <clears throat> we absolutely would love for you to throw your comments and your predictions, not only in the matches, but, you know, what you're thinking, what's happening. We, we want to hear from you. So please drop your info uh, down there in the comments and be part of the show because you are the show as well. Not the big show because there's no more BS. All right. Uh, so we have 12 questions on the show tonight. <clears throat> and first one, we'll just go right away. Uh, Tony Khan announced last week that there was a major signing in AEW, and it would be announced tonight at AEW Full Gear. Now the question, who is it? That is the first bonus question. And <clears throat> I threw out what may have been... Uh, I, I mean, I thought it was kind of a decent choice. Ronda Rousey. Howard Blues. Who say you? 
Uh, you know, I I thought about that. I didn't know like this was coming. Um, I'm gonna guess that it's somebody who was recently released uh, from uh, WWE, and I've been going back and forth whether I think it's gonna be Dolph or Matt Riddle. I think it's gonna be Dolph Ziggler, and I forget what his actual name is, so we'll just sure. stick with Dolph. But okay. Well, I went with Ronda Rousey because apparently she showed up at a Ring of Honor taping. And I figured they would make that big announcement. Um, and then, of course, I didn't uh, jog my memory a lot because you remember Will Osprey doing the thing, right? Coming yeah. In, being part of it. Well, that's who it was. So we both get that, that question wrong. <laughs> Thanks, Kidder. <laughs> I, I I wanted to get it out of the way right away for you. You know what I mean? I, I mean, listen, I yet to start the glue, and uh... hey, this is the perfect opportunity because maybe if you get a little bit of a buzz going, the glue won't affect you. <laughs> You know that makes perfect sense that it's Osprey. <laughs> yeah, I, I am now kicking myself really hard. Um, and it's not just because I'm about to do this. Ah, but anyway, cheers, Kidder. Cheers to you, Howie Blues. Oh, that is not enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious that it's even worse than it was before. Uh, yeah. Oh. Woo. Has some really strong peppermint. <clears throat> oh, this is gonna be a long night. Yeah. Okay. Right. No more wrong ones after this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever gotta you save. Gotta be perfect from here on out. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you say, man. <clears throat> All right. So, unlike uh, WWE, and maybe they have been listening to us because they have had a couple. Uh, the matches on their pre-shows, as in one, in recent memory. AEW throws a bunch of matches into their pre-show, i.e. zero hour. And so, tonight's first match, starting off the show, Eddie Kingston, your Ring of Honor world champion, uh, as well as... Uh, uh, what's the the other one? Uh, New Japan. Uh, I can't remember at the at the moment. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, he's got the two belts. Okay. Uh, this is for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Uh, it's Eddie Kingston versus Jay Lethal, and of course he also has Jeff Jarrett, Karen Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt at ringside. I went with Eddie the man himself. Uh, I, too, am going to go with Eddie Kingston. Okay. Uh, this match was 10 minutes, 55 seconds. I also want to back up just a smidge because you know how I like to grade graphics. I like to grade intros to the show, etc., etc. Kind of disappointed because there was really no intro. No... Big graphic welcoming you to the zero hour. 
just kind of here we are and then uh entrances so i mean good to get down to business not screw around but at the same time i like a little bit of uh flair woo okay <clears throat> so <sighs> here we go I, I mean there was a little bit of a like a overall rundown of the show but still like not not to what um I'm used to and accustomed to. Anyway, so here we go. We're going straight out to the ring. Lethal starts up right away. The bell, they go right to the center. They're locking up. Kingston backs Lethal into the corner, starts hitting him with chops, big chops, uh, the machine gun chops, if you were. Uh, then Lethal... Uh, goes for the Mad King, face first into the steel ring post. Jeff Jarrett sneaks a cheap shot in, and then, well, he and Lethal and Sanjay Dutt sat in him saying, I'll do the Jeff Jarrett strut, the fans boo, of course. Lethal then continues to dominate the action after getting Eddie Kingston back into the ring. Dutt sneaks a cheap shot in at ringside. Jay hits some cheap shots, and then... Uh, really hits Kingston, so it pisses him off. Kingston starts fighting back with a big T-bone suplex, sends Lethal flying overhead. Kingston starts blasting Lethal in the corner, hits a, the rapid-fire machine gun spot again. Lethal fights back with some kicks and then a flying elbow to smash off the top rope for a close near fall. Jay goes for the lethal injection, but Kingston sees it coming counters but he decks dutt as he tries to get involved and then uh, he and lethal hit lariats at the same time on each other and of course eddie no sells it and screams at him karen jarrett hops up onto the ring and starts distracting the ref as kingston and lethal each crawl for jeff jarrett's guitar then suddenly coming down to the ring it's ortiz he grabs the guitar away from the ring so that nobody else could get it. He's looking at everybody, looking back and forth, because, you know, he and Eddie Kingston are not on good terms before this. So he's looking at people. Turns over to Sanjay Dutt and blasts it over his head. Back at the ring, Lethal goes for the Lethal Jackson. Kingston counters with a half and half, hits his finisher. One, two, and three. The winner and still Ring of Honor world champion is Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a bad opener. Sounds yeah. decent. Um, interesting that there's already this much kind of like interference and such in the match, but you kind of expect that. That's kind of what the whole Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett kind of yeah. mentality has been. So um, that's not surprising, but. It's a little, I like to say, it's a little early for us to be calling this the uh, DraftKings screwy finish of the night. So, yeah, that one's kind of expected. Yeah, exactly. So, so. all right, there it is. Number one away. Uh, anybody watching has comments, listening, comments. We want your comments. Drop us your comments below. Absolutely would love to have you part of the show. Mm -hmm. And then you live in the video recording. For infamy. 
<clears throat> or subscribe for, you know, as little as a dollar a month and help some uh, thirsty podcast hosts continue. Okay, number two on the zero hour, Claudio Castagnoli versus Buddy Matthews. Singles match, 10 minutes, 30 seconds in length. I go for the Swedish cyborg himself, Claudio Castagnoli. (sighs) That's a tough one. Uh But you know, I'm also going to choose Claudio because I know the other members of House of Black have a match later. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with them there. So I don't expect them to win all of the matches. So going with Claudio here. And that okay. Buddy Matthews is going to be the loser for House of Black tonight. Okay. That's my logic. <clears throat> Which is now affected by Peppermint Schnapps. So anything well, goes. Keep that on standby because you never know when you're going to need it. You know, bad breath is... Always around the corner. <laughs> the 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 sad thing is because you saw the show and I didn't see the show, you know with every pick if I'm dooming myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I may or may not, but at the same time, I don't know uh, how you're going to go with it. So I'm going to have to start giving some false finishes and try and like read your face to go, am I making the right decision here? <laughs> Just going to take a sip here. Okay. So, <clears throat> Claudio Castagnoli, uh, his theme is slightly different from when he first arrived in AEW. It's a little bit more um, big band verbose, if you will, in the classical sense. <laughs> so, that's kind of interesting. And, <clears throat> of course, Buddy Matthews has his own... Uh, ring music as well because they have they have so many different themes like there's the house of black music there's the the kings of the black throne theme there's the brody king theme there's the malachi black theme there's the julia hart theme and then uh i think there there might even be a sixth one so it's almost like you should be drinking Every time they change their theme. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. And it's not even a change in their theme. It's just, yep, uh, you guys are coming out as these this group of us tonight. All right. Anyway. <sighs> the bell rings. Here we go. And uh, everybody right away starts looking at each other. Which, obviously, there's two people in the ring who are fighting, and the ref. They're all looking at each other. Claudio goes right after uh, Buddy Matthews. Matthews jumps out. Classic. Heads to the floor. Regroups. Castagnoli goes out after him. Matthews takes over and hits him a couple times and, uh, you know, tries to take control, okay? So, gets it back into the ring. Matthews goes off the top ropes, hits a Meteora for a near fall. After a huge discus lariat, Castagnoli takes over and goes for the big swing, but Matthews counters it. Matthews goes for another Meteora. uh, Claudio counters, grabs him, 
Hits the swing. 13. Nice revolutions of the swing. A little hard to count because the camera kept changing. So I had to figure out what geography was where to make sure we were getting full revolutions. Because I know you are a stickler for uh, that sort of uh, stat. Well, especially because uh, in so many of his matches, the audience is just counting at whatever pace they think. And it's not even necessarily keeping up with actual full rotations a lot of the time. So, yeah. So you're welcome. (laughs) All right. Uh, Moments later, Castagnoli hits a huge power bomb and then gets this Scorpion death lock. Matthews ends up tapping out. Castagnoli picks up the win. And uh, as uh, his music is playing, they both stand up. They're staring each other down, thinking about some shenanigans. Perhaps Claudio is thinking about the handshake. And as they're staring each other down, he starts putting his hand out a little bit. Matthews brushes past him, gives him the shoulder, and everybody boos the crap out of him. And he walks off. Claudio gives it the old... Shoulder shrug, and that's that. I mean, I, I again, not having seen the match, it sounds like it was a decent match between these two, which is, is something I would expect from these two. They're both good workers. I, I like them both. So, it sounds like it, uh, it was a decent, decent match. Yeah. It so, wasn't, it wasn't the worst, that's for sure. okay next and the final for zero hour mjf the ring of honor world tag team championship on the line here of course adam cole the other uh in the tag team for the ring of honor world championship uh had uh some surgery on his foot and his ankle so he can't be cleared to wrestle because it's still going to be a while, okay? Uh, They can't be there together, so MJF's still defending them, so then they don't have to relinquish them. Earlier, Samoa Joe came up to him and said, I'll be your partner, I'll do everything, I'll take care of you. If we win, when we do win, you owe me a title shot for the Triple B, the big Burberry belt. Beautiful Burberry belt. My bad. I'm used to the beer, blues, and BS. It's almost a drink because we said the show name. No, (laughs) we shouldn't do that. So, again, MJF joining forces with Samoa Joe because of that injury. Uh, Also, noting that on the other side, because it's the guns, Austin and Colton Gunn, Uh, They are associated with Bullet Club Gold. And uh, Juice Robinson is not around because last night at Collision, he got blasted uh, really, really, really good and uh, won't be around. So my pick is MJF and Samoa Joe. You know, uh, I was actually going to go with the guns, thinking that, you know, 
there'd be some shenanigans to set up a title match between Joe and MJF. But since the stipulation is if they win, he gets the title shot. I'm going to go with MJF and Samoa Joe because I think that's the direction they're heading. So I I think that's what's going to happen. Any other thoughts about uh, how you feel where Samoa Joe is and what he's doing? Did I mention also that he had the the uh, ROH Television Championship, and after he won it, he just dropped it and said that he's relinquishing it? I, I actually watched that clip, uh, okay. Kidder, and that was why I was thinking, like, oh, especially it surprised me when I saw that they were teaming together. And then I was like, oh, well, this is going to set up said feud but then since there's the stipulation it kind of renders that theory um mute so not mute moot sorry (coughs) i've been drinking don't make me mute you (laughs) all right so samoa joe comes out first Everybody chanting Joe, of course. And then MJF comes on out to the ring. Uh, They are at the Kia Forum, which uh, if I'm, uh, if I look at my notes here, uh, okay, doesn't actually say the attendance for tonight's show. Thank you, the encyclopedia for the internet. Can't believe it. Okay, so it's at the Kia Forum in Los Angeles, California. MJF coming down to the ring. He has the purple and yellow robe, shirt, and, of course, trunks, because it's uh, a lot like the L.A. Lakers. Uh, Everybody pretty much goes nuts, and uh, the shirt, by the way, says, He's our scumbag, which I think uh, you could appreciate. Uh, then, yeah, the guns come out, and of course, I, I really love the first part of their intro, uh, or their entrance, guns are standing back to back, the lights come down pretty much straight on them with everything else around them dimmed, and then they, they do the, uh, water spew Triple H, but it's, uh, like they're shooting, so it looks like there's, uh, uh, blast from the muzzle if you will so that's cool all oh. right <clears throat> bell sounds and we're off this match nine minutes 25 seconds long friedman goes nuts right away and the uh, crowd starts going going crazy mjf starts uh, getting a little cocky of course and does the rick rude hip dance then the guns double-team him from behind. Samoa Joe ends up helping out MJF by covering up one of the turnbuckles uh, with his body because they do the old hip toss into the corner that's supposed to hurt, but Joe blocked you actually hitting the hard part of the turnbuckle, the exposed turnbuckle. And, uh, of course, MJF's like, whoa, all right. So MJF uh, comes over to Joe, tells him that he doesn't need his help. Joe starts laughing and slaps him to tag himself in. The fans start chanting. 
Uh, he and MJF are, of course, face-to-face. Then the guns come running at them, both turn and take the guns out. Joe hits a big dive to again take them both out onto the floor. Joe starts beating him down and then uh, comes back into the ring and high-five tags MJF to come back into the ring. Guns immediately start uh, taking the momentum, though. MJF struggles to try and make a tag. The guns keep cutting him off and uh, keep hitting him, kicking him, uh, keeping him away from the corner, of course, because, well, why not? They're using the old frequent tag technique. MJF gets a little bit of an opening. Joe provides an assist uh, as he goes for the muscle buster. MJF takes back over and yells, Who wants to see a muscle buster? Then he hoists Gun up for one, but unfortunately is drop kicked by the uh, other Colton. So he sets up the kangaroo kick. Everybody starts going nuts as they start cheering and chanting, Kangaroo kick! Kangaroo kick! Joe tags himself back in because he's close enough to the corner. Everybody starts booing. He and MJF get into each other's faces, but suddenly the guns are coming at him, and uh, <clears throat> they go uh, looking at him, and MJF yells, Stereo Muscle Busters! So they hoist both of them up. Both guns escape, send MJF and Joe face first into each other. Then the guns hit a double team's uh, high spot on Joe. Go for the cover, MJF. Breaks it up just in time. Guns look to finish thing off, but then all of a sudden, it's all about the boom! And out comes Adam Cole, baby! On crutches. The distraction allows Joe to grab the rear naked choke and uh, tap out victory for, of course, he and MJF. MJF is surprised, runs over, hugs Cole. Everybody goes nuts after the match. Joe and MJF shake hands. And, of course, uh, if MJF wins the AEW championship later in the show, Joe is the next contender. Okay? Uh, Afterward, MJF and Adam Cole have, uh, of course, a nice moment. Joe starts uh, walking off. uh, Suddenly... Out of nowhere, MJF gets blasted by the guns. Cole can't do anything because of his boot on his leg and ankle. I should say foot and ankle, I suppose. So he's standing there screaming. The guns are holding MJF down. They grab a steel chair and start bashing his leg with the chair. Medical team runs down to check on MJF. They bring out the stretcher. They end up picking up MJF with the stretcher, load him up, and take him out to the ambulance. All the way out of the building and to the hospital. MJF, I mean, they don't show the the latter part, but of course that's what they say. Before they close the doors on the ambulance, MJF is yelling at Adam Cole, don't let them take my title because... uh, Jay White had it written into the contract for tonight that if MJF is unable to have the match tonight or gets out of having it or disappears, whatever the case is, he automatically forfeits the Triple B 
and it goes to uh, Jay White. So Adam uh, Adam Cole says, absolutely, I got you. And the ambulance takes off. Mm. Nice, uh, nice bit of storytelling here at the end. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm approving. They, they're setting up a little bit extra into this main event, making you wonder, making you curious. Of course, he's more than likely going to show up because it's the main event. You're not going to uh, not have the main event, but at least they have. You know, some intrigue. You're wondering how they're going to pull this off, what they're going to do. It's, it's a nice buy-in. It's a really nice buy-in. So well, it is zero hour, not buy-in. Well, I, 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 I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, it's, it's at least something to set up people to want to see what happens. It's not, you know, it's not WWE where hey, the matches on the pre-show don't matter. You know, mm-hmm. it's this actually matters. It matters in what happens to the end. So, no, yeah, good. But that brings us to the main show, finally. Yeah. Yeah. We are there. <clears throat> and much like what I was saying about uh, no real intro, no. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of let down. You know, that's that's kinda kinda how it goes. Cold open video. So I guess there were some fireworks. I miss that. <laughs> you know, you switch over feeds and things aren't in sync and everything and it's just just one problem after another, you know. Yeah. So, uh we are officially into the full gear pay-per-view. We're in full gear now. First match is six-man tag team match lasting 15 minutes, 10 seconds. And it is the Patriarchy, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne versus Sting, Darby Allen, and the Rated-R Super, Super, Superstar, Adam Copeland with Ric Flair. Yes, you heard me correctly. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to hop in, Kidder. I, I got to believe that it's going to be Adam Copeland as Sting and Darby Allen winning this to get things rolling. Yes. I, I, I don't think Christian's uh, team is going to uh, win this. Sure. Uh, I... Also, pick um, staying Darby and Adam as a team with Ric Flair because uh, in in my thoughts of uh, that decision, uh, number one, Christian Cage doesn't lose the TNT Championship. It uh, doesn't really bury the three of them, and it's just an opening for a good match. So. That. Right. Well, and, and people would be upset if Edge loses kind of in his first pay per view. <laughs> right. You know, it. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> first up, first up, 
Special Choir comes out to do Christian Cage's theme song uh, as all three of them come on out. Uh, the interesting thing is that they also updated Christian Cage's Titan Tron so that uh, during the, the 10 count countdown on the back, it has different uh, uplifting words with each number of how great he is. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, so, yeah, the little, like, choir singing along with his music. And they uh, <clears throat> hopped into the ring. And then, woo, Ric Flair's Nature Boy music uh, hits. He comes down. Adam Copeland comes on out with face paint. And, uh, yeah, he's got the half face paint uh, going, which uh, looked pretty badass. <clears throat> then you get Sting and Darby Allen with their music, and yeah, here we go. Uh, interesting thing to note is, again, they're at Kia Forum in Los Angeles, and next week, uh, <clears throat> Howard, next week we get to do this again, because it's Survivor Series War, war Games, and where are they coming from? Live from the Kia Forum in Los Angeles, California! <laughs> Oh, okay. It's it's mm. like it's Groundhog Day. Just came early. We should all be so lucky. Yeah. It's so. Groundhog Day again. <laughs> Man, I love that movie. All right, so uh, we both uh, locked in our picks. Here we go. Match gets going. Darby Allen takes on Nick Wayne right away in the early goings. Tags in Sting, picks up where he left off. Nick Wayne gets over to the corner and the floor. Uh, and then uh, Sting follows him down, keeps blasting him. Sting runs Wayne into the barricade, brings him back into the ring. And, and then uh, he gets over to the corner, tags in Christian. Sting points at Copeland. The crowd goes nuts. Sting tags in Copeland, who has... The huge stare down with Cage. And, of course, fans are chanting, Holy! It's just holy. I don't know why. Uh, before they even, you know, lock up. Well, Christian turns around, tags out quickly, hops down in the crowd, boos, and uh, Luchasaurus is in. They start going back and forth. Copeland delivers a few shots, runs the ropes. Luchasaurus takes him to the corner and starts blasting him. Copeland kicks Luchasaurus in the face, drops him with a side Russian leg sweep. Copeland drops Luchasaurus with a swinging neck breaker and then tags in Darby Allen. Luchasaurus throws Allen into the corner, but Allen ends up kicking him in the face. Luchasaurus then hits a huge uppercut. Christian Cage delivers a neck breaker over the top rope. And uh, then Luchasaurus choke slams Darby onto the Allen, uh, uh, Allen onto the apron. Good Lord. Throws him back into the ring. Luchasaurus stomps on Darby's head and throws him into the corner. Then Darby Allen continues to take the punishment, like always. Luchasaurus starts choking him with his boot. Cage, uh... That is Christian Cage. Tags in. Christian stomps Darby in the corner. Stands on his throat again. Then Christian stomps on Allen again. Takes him down. 
So Christian starts raking Allen's face and then continues stomping him in the corner. Now Nick Wayne tags in and hits more kicks to Darby Allen. Wayne delivers a backbreaker and then starts mocking Ric Flair with the strut. Luchasaurus tags in, kicks Darby in the midsection, and then hits a bunch of chops against the ropes. And then takes Nick Wayne back in. This is just a rounded round, uh, beat him up, drag out Allen. Luchasaurus slams Allen down, and Nick Wayne connects with a senton. Wayne goes for the cover, but Darby kicks out to keep the match going. Luchasaurus takes over for a bit, and then uh, Christian and uh, <clears throat> uh, he's just staring from the ropes, so pisses off Adam. Uh, Copeland a little bit and Sting. They both work uh, to get in there before uh, Allen and Nick Wayne return and hit some huge spots. Luchasaurus comes back in now, takes over and beats down Adam. Ric Flair is sitting there ringside. Well, I mean, standing ringside, but <clears throat> Christian walks over, gets into his face. Christian starts beating down Ric Flair, leaves him laying on the floor. And, uh, of course, everybody is mad because of that. Sting starts fighting back in the ring, hits a stinger splash with Luchasaurus in the corner. Adam follows up with a huge spear. The crowd goes wild. Sting follows up with a scorpion death drop. Darby hits a coffin drop after that. Adam scores a one, two, and three. A huge opener and a big W for those three. Uh, also, I uh, would like to mention that mid-match... Darby Allen got, uh, I, I, I don't even really want to call it a choke slam, but uh, it was essentially a choke slam over the rope and onto the uh, apron of the ring and then bounced off onto the floor. And it looked like he pretty much broke his neck, but apparently he's fine. So there's that. He's nuts. Uh, after the match, Ric Flair... Joins them for some celebration. Sting hugs his sons at ringside. And everybody goes home happy. Yeah. A, a great opener to this uh, pay-per-view. Now that we're actually at the opener. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they do next in this story between Adam Copeland and Christian Cage and where that goes. So... I'm going to be curious, curious to see what they do with it. Now that they've had kind of the tag team match, will we get a singles match out of it? We'll see. And that's one thing that Christian is avoiding. Because uh, <clears throat> he actually ran away for a while. <laughs> so anyway, guess what? There's a DraftKings commercial. Oh, yeah. Uh, DraftKings was all over the place. Each of the four corners on the ring mat, on the uh, sides, on the wall there uh, of the ring barricades, up in the center of the Titantron, their logo is all over the place. Plus, as uh, that reminds me as well, AEW invested some money in some new technology. They... Now have the LED boards for the front of the ring, as well as the section of the ring barricades 
that's uh, camera facing behind the ring. That uh, that doesn't surprise me that they finally have made that jump. I, I kind of figured that was coming eventually. Yeah. So it looks so much better now. <laughs> this doesn't look cheap. Ah, uh, all right. We go backstage and uh, uh, basically Adam Cole's pleading uh, that he, he needs to, uh, you know, take over for MJF. And uh, it's announced that Adam Cole is now the competitor against Jay White in the main event. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Gonna wonder how this is gonna go. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So <clears throat> now up on the ramp, uh, Jay White comes out with Tony Schiavone, and uh, that's when they're announcing that MJF won't be able to compete, can't defend it, and. Jay White's going to be named champion, and then, like I said, Adam Cole pleads his case that he will defend, and that is what it is made official. Next, it is time for the AEW International Championship to be defended. It is match number five, 12 minutes, five seconds in length. I chose... The international champion, Orange Cassidy. Oh, did he get it back? Last I heard, he lost it. Yes, he lost to John Moxley at um, All In, and then Moxley lost to uh, who? Who was it? Um, was it uh, Penta El? No, well, I don't. I don't remember if it was Penta. I I can't remember. So so, but Moxley lost to some. Back. Okay, okay. Well, um, well, Kidder, uh, huh? I was going to go with Moxley because I thought he was the champion, and you know what? I'm going to stick to that. We because uh, right now we're still tied, and damn it, there's no fun in ties, Kidder. There's no fun in ties. Somebody's got to go out on a limb here. I'll do it. Okay. I'll I'll take Moxley because that's who I was going to go with because I thought he was the champion. Okay. So. They make the note that Orange has not beat Moxley yet. Well, that's never a good sign for me. (laughs) So, uh, Orange Cassidy accompanied by Hook and Moxley accompanied by Wheeler Yuta. Right away, here we go. Good stuff. Gotta love it. Love it. Everybody's going nuts. Bell sounds. We're off. Uh, Moxley jumps in. Starts hitting the heavy offense, as you know Mox always does. Locks him in a Texas Cloverleaf. Cassidy struggles to escape. They keep going back and forth. And, of course, there's a little uh, dirtiness coming on in because Moxley starts biting Cassidy in the corner. And then Cassidy... Gets a counter and starts biting him back. Cassidy ends up busting Moxley open. Wait a minute, what? Moxley bleeding in a match? He's bleeding all over the place, of course, for the rest of the match. Now Moxley takes over and uh, looks like Cassidy is pretty much 
done for it. Moxley does the wimpy kick thing to Cassidy, but, uh, of course, well, Orange Cassidy gets pissed off, <clears throat> right? Don't, don't do his thing. Turns out, OC starts getting up, raises the hand, brings it back down into his pockets. Moxley shrugs his shoulders, starts beating him up again, but... Orange Cassidy starts hitting Orange Punch. Another Orange Punch. Another Orange Punch. And another Orange Punch. And then he uh, Moxley finally caves in. One, two, and three. Orange Cassidy picking up the W to retain the AEW International Championship. After the match, Blackpool Combat Club comes to the ring to aid Moxley, who's bleeding all over the place there. Uh, well, Cassidy's helped up by Hook, and uh, everybody goes nuts because, you know, it's Orange Cassidy, man. Uh, this kidder did not sound like a great match. I understand, you know, it's only 12 minutes and such, but just compared to some of the action and such that we've had, uh, this, I don't know, did not sound like the, uh, yeah. the most exciting. And I'm not just saying that because I'm bitter and having to take a shot of peppermint <laughs> schnapps, um, which, uh, hey, cheers. <clears throat> hey, in my defense, I uh, also <clears throat> took a drink, so. Yeah, but yours was good stuff. Oh. You, okay. You want a bottle of... Uh... I, I don't think... Some over, huh? I, I, I don't think I should do shots of Templeton Rye. Uh, that... <laughs> no, that's a smooth drinker right there. Yeah, that, that is not for this. You know, this, this is punishment shots. This is... You know, trying to, uh, you know, motivate myself to do better. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know, that match, just listening to you describe it, I uh, I think it's partially because, you know, like, I like the comedy bit of um, Orange Cassidy. And uh, when he gets in with somebody who's an actual competitor, you don't get as much of the comedy bit, and I think that's why, like, I don't enjoy his matches quite as much when he's in that mode. Yeah. If that makes sense, I. Not that I feel like he should be relegated to solely being a comedy wrestler, you know, uh, because I think you can. I don't like it when people get stuck in that, and I, I think he's talented enough. It's just you're going up against a, a hard hitting brawler. It's just it's too different, and it's just. They're not styles that mesh well together, sure. if that makes sense. Okay. Unless it's a comedy hardcore match, but that's not Moxley. Moxley is serious. So mm -hmm. there, I gave I gave a bit more commentary and thought to it. <clears throat> All right. You know, I I, I I'm trying. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Next is uh, an intro video and uh, announcement of sorts. Uh, the AEW Continental Classic Tournament starts Wednesday. The uh, culmination is uh, uh, 
uh, on uh, I forget uh, what the name of the the uh, pay per view is. Um, let me uh, take a look here because it's <clears throat> double or nothing up next month. <laughs> uh, World's End. How could I forget that? How could I have forgotten that? Come on. That's so not a great pay-per-view name. It's on the last uh, weekend of the year. I, I I I get that. I'm just saying it's not a not a great okay name. Gotcha. You know it. Listen, it. I mean, it's not as bad as say like damage control, but it's uh it's definitely not. Anything I'd write home about. Now you know why the main show for LEW Wrestling uh, was lack of a better name. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so the, it's a round-robin tournament. It's six weeks long. It starts Wednesday. The uh, current announced competitors include Brian Danielson, who had his eye messed up uh, and had to have some... Uh, treatment for that. Andrade El Idolo, Mr. Flair. And the next announced person is Mark Briscoe as the entrant to the tournament field. So there you go. Okay. Next up. It is time for the AEW Women's Championship. Your champion, Ikaru Shida. Versus Timeless Tony Storm. It is 10 minutes, 25 seconds long. And I picked Tony Storm. Ah, well, I am going to go with Sheeta on this one. Yeah. All right. Or, or, or should I get her? Is that, is that the right choice? Would you hmm. like to recant? Now nah, I'll stick to my guns. You don't have to. You can recant if you want to. The choice is yours, and yours alone. Yeah, I, I, I was just trying to see if I got like some sort of reaction out of you. And, oh. And, and, you know, I was just I was oh. trying to read. It, oh. uh, I see. I thought you just wanted a Legends of the Hidden Temple reference because this past week was the 30th anniversary since its premiere. Uh, I no, no. I was uh, I was trying to game the system and see if I could get a reaction out of ah. you and ah. and figure out if I was making the right or wrong choice. You know, I was well, hoping like if I if like well maybe I see like a gleeful smile like ah he's gonna drink and hmm. but uh, I mean you kept a pretty good poker face there, Kidder. Well, well the choice is yours and yours alone. Okay, <laughs> it's the important thing to remember. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna hope I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> uh also like to mention that uh Ikaru uh, or uh, sorry uh, Tony Storm's butler Luther is out there with her and people in LA apparently uh, really enjoyed <sighs> her entrance <clears throat> and we're off <laughs> uh Mariah May I really don't have any clue uh, as to who she actually is, but she's shown watching the monitor backstage because she was recently signed to AEW. 
Right away, Sheeta takes it to Tony Storm. Excalibur starts pointing out the welts on Tony Storm's chest, courtesy of Emi Sakura from last night's Rampage. Storm starts uh, getting pissed in the corner moments later, <clears throat> and then they go back at it again. Storm starts settling in the offense and leads the match. Then, Luther, the butler, places a shoe on the ring. Storm gets the shoes, goes to use it. The ref stops her. Uh, as she dumps that one, Tony Storm ends up pulling out a shoe from behind her, hits Sheeta with the tip of the heel, and tosses that bitch into the 80th row. That sucker went flying just like a baseball that just got hit is a grand slam. It, it just poof, and it was gone. Oh. I, I was hoping you would go for the more classic wrestling analogy of it flew like a baby doll kicked by Schnitzky. I leave that one for you, my friend, because I know it's one of your favorite wrestling moments. It's not, but, uh, you know. Cause it's, uh... Well, Howard, Howard, remember, it's not my fault. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, she goes to try and steal the win, but Sheeta kicks out, starts hitting her back. Sheeta hits a, a Tony Storm with her own Storm Zero finisher. How dare she? Sheeta continues to can you, uh, dominate and, and connects the Falcon Arrow. She goes for the cover, but... Tony finds her way to kick out before the three count. Sheeta starts to, to go for the Meteora, but Storm kicks out of that, uh, is in wiggles out of it before she can get hit by it. Storm fights back, takes off Sheeta's boot, goes to use it as a weapon. Sheeta avoids it, takes out Luther at ringside. In the ring, Storm hides another weapon in her tights and pretends to be you know, uh, down and out. Sheeta comes back in. Storm springs back to life. She deadlifts Sheeta and then hits a German suplex. One for a huge spot. She then adjusts the weapon in the back of her tights, which appears to be a cookie sheet, courtesy of the Cookie Gnomes from NDWF, charges at Sheeta and connects with her hip attack finisher in the corner, grabs her, Rolls her up. One, two, and three. Yes, the winner and the new AEW World's Women's World Champion is Timeless Tony Storm. After she wins and her music starts playing, the screen goes back to black and white as Tony Storm has an over the top extra over dramatic celebration. And then Mariah May comes out with flowers and gives her the flower bouquet at the end. And there you go, 10 minutes, 25 seconds. Well, Kidder, um, <clears throat> where to start with this match? Uh, this is clearly a match that should have taken place in a footlocker for the amount of shoes used in it. Uh, you know, Or Coles. Well, you know, I was going with, uh, you know, that because I mean, think about it. I mean, it would it would have it, it would have been a great sponsorship deal, you know? Yeah. A Footlocker match. Yeah, I mean, just just name your name your shoe center of choice, you know? So, uh, 
Probably a lot. I, I do have to ask, because of all of the weapons and footgear, is this our DraftKings screwy finish of the night? No. Is it our DraftKings shoey finish of the night? Absolutely, but I don't have a graphic for that. <laughs> I, I don't either, but uh, on that bad pun, cheers. Oh, that doesn't get any better, kidder. It, it, like, it starts off as a nice smooth shot, and then like it flips a gear and goes, here's some really bitterness, and then you get like peppermint, like way too intense. Hmm. And, and now it just feels like I've, I've been sucking on like a candy cane and like, hmm, I have fresh breath. And then you get the, the menthol. Um, yeah. It's it's it, it's like a ride of a you know a, a taste bud roller coaster every time I had to take one of these. Right, right. But, but I'm starting to get a nice warm feeling. Yeah, good. Now the question is: Are 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 you saying that about halfway through the shot it really hits full gear? Ah, uh, yeah, that would be the uh, that would be the correct pun. Um, I, I should go all in on it, you know. <clears throat> Um, well, it's good that you're not going all out. Uh, that that is true, you know. Um, in in the course of drinking, you know, peppermint schnapps, I'd I'd really say, you know, it's a double or nothing kind of gamble, and I would much rather be on the nothing uh, than I think the double I've done so far. Actually, I think I'm I think I'm four shots in. The way this was going, you might end up in World's End. Uh, yeah. How many matches do we got left? Uh huh. One, two, three, four. Five. We have five left. Mm, I would just like to remind the audience: don't drink in stairs. Um, <laughs> so, um, if you if you really need to go back into four wheel drive, you know your your feet, <laughs> knees, and uh, hands on the ground. <laughs> All right. We're now backstage with the remarkable Renee Piquet, joined by Eddie Kingston. She's interviewing him about uh, the match and fresh off the title defense. Uh, Eddie's talking about next on his agenda, and that is, of course, entering the AEW Continental Classic Tournament. He then says that he is putting, as I was thinking that it was, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Openweight Championship and the Ring of Honor World Championship on the line in every bout he competes in in the tournament. Which means that he is hoping to then have the first ever in AEW Triple Crown uh, Champion. Because apparently this is then is going to be for the AEW Continental Championship. Continental Classic Champion? I don't know. Uh, either way, it sounds very NDWF to me. I I like it. It uh, it adds some stakes to the matches he's involved in, and and I I can appreciate that. You know, because a lot of times we get these tournaments, and it's like you can kind of tell like the prelims just don't matter whatsoever. So. The fact that, hey, at least every time that he steps foot in the ring, he could be losing his title. That's something, you know? Losing his titles. 
Mm-hmm. It could be it could be interesting. That's right. So, but okay. I'm excited. I, I like it. I like it. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just not sold on the if it is a you know another championship on top of it. Because oh yeah, that then, part's gonna be garbage. <laughs> yeah, because then we're talking about you know the continental breakfast or the intercontinental breakfast. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> next up is match number seven for the night. 20 minutes, 35 seconds in length. It is a four-way tag team ladder match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. In this features your champions, Absolute Ricky Stocks and Big Bill versus... Uh, La Faction in Agnubala Espanol uh, with Rouge and uh, Dralistico and Jose the Assistant and Preston Vance. There's a lot of people to talk about here. Uh, FTR with Cash Wheeler and Dax Harward, Dax the Axe, and the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black. And Brody King. I pick the seven-star FTR to win this match. I, uh, I'm not going to lie, Kidder. Uh, earlier in the night, I uh, I may have said I was going to go with the uh, Kings of the Black Throne, mm-hmm. forgetting that FTR is in this match. Mm-hmm. And uh, as much as I like Aleister Black and Brody King, mm-hmm. I'm a bigger fan of FTR. And so I, too, will be choosing FTR unless, uh, you, you know, unless that might earn me a peppermint sh- uh, schnapps shot. Get her. Please think about it. I have the kids, man. This is yours and yours alone. Yeah, and that's right. I, I sounded a little George Takei there. Oh, my it's okay. Uh, we just clearly all got a glimpse of the black hole that is Kidder's soul as he refuses to help Howard out on this one. Um, I'll stick with FTR, though. Although I am getting a bit tipsy. <laughs> Remember how many premium live events I have to watch for the sake of you in this show, <laughs> okay? Hey, <laughs> Remember it, that. Hey, you know, listen, I, uh, I, I fully get it. I, this is why I do this. It, it is kind of like my, uh, you know, my uh, penance. Penance. Yes. Uh, Kidder gets to, uh, has to suffer through watching the show. I have to suffer through terrible predictions. <laughs> and they only get worse because for the audience, if you're tuning in, I haven't seen the show. I haven't seen any spoilers. I'm calling these on the fly. So the more I drink, the worse my decision making gets. So it's a it's a double edged sword. Howard's ready to go into four by mode. <laughs> yeah, I got one model left to assemble though, so I'm I'm almost in the clear here of uh, not gluing my fingers to anything. So oh, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, twenty minutes thirty five seconds. We're on the air. Video package hits the air. Tells us about. Of course, the next match with the four-way ladder match. Uh, Everybody comes in. The uh, entrances really aren't uh, anything out of the ordinary. So, 
They start in, the bell rings, and we're off. Early on, Big Bill and Brody King start brawling because they're the two big guys in the match. Uh, they start walking toward each other, and then they are attacked by FTR and LFI. Harwood and Black are left of the ring to start brawling. Everybody else starts going to the floor. Then... Brody King props up a ladder between the ring apron and the barricade. Dax Harwood drops Malachi Black onto it. Bam! Huge hard shot. Ricky Stocks gets sent in the barricade, and then Dax Harwood hits him in the face with a ladder. Roosh sets up the ladder in the ring, and then he and Wheeler start climbing that. They both climb back down, start exchanging shots. Roosh delivers a headbutt, runs the ropes. Wheeler dodges it, sends him to the apron. Roosh kicks Brody King down to the floor, and then Wheeler spears Roosh into King and Bill on the outside. Dralistico takes Wheeler, King, Roosh, and Bill with a huge giant, uh, I don't know, what is that, like a 240 splash dive? And uh, stick, uh, Rookie Stark starts going up to the top. Black gets up, cuts him off with a huge elbow strike, and then moonsaults onto Wheeler and Bill. Harwood and Starks go up to the top. Harwood suplexes Starks onto the group on the outside of the, of the, the ring. Again, this is getting crazy here because normally it's like, oh, they're all out there. What's going to happen now? Well, it just kind of kept on happening, and it was just kind of silly. But the, the suplex, which uh, that one was one <clears throat> to the outside, was really cool. Anyway, Big Bill and uh, Brody King slide ladders into the ring, stare at each other again. They get into the ring, deliver hard shots to each other. Roosh and Harward then get into the ring, hit them with ladders, and break them up. They start ramming ladders into each other. Dax Hardwood gets the advantage. He puts the ladder on top of his shoulders, starts using it as a propeller, and starts blasting everybody. Jalistico drop kicks the ladder into Harwood's face, stops him, he falls down, and then uh, starts delivering a few kicks and knee strikes to Wheeler. Dralistico climbs the ladder, but Wheeler comes back and knocks him down. Roosh delivers uh, quite a few kicks to Wheeler, follows with a chop. Roosh runs the ropes, Wheeler drops him with a power slam. Then, Wheeler starts climbing the ladder, but Malachi Black cuts him off. Black delivers a few right hands, props the ladder against the ropes. Harwood slams Black into the ladder. Black comes back, slams the ladder into Harwood's face. Black wedges the ladder in the corner, knocks Wheeler into it. Black goes up top, but Harwood cuts him off. Harwood delivers a few shots there, and King comes up top, delivers some hard shots, sends Harwood down to the floor. Wheeler knocks King to the floor, but then Black takes advantage, delivers some more shots there. Wheeler comes back, hits a low blow, delivers the inverted pile driver to Black on top of the ladder. King comes back in with a shot to Wheeler, goes for the dive, but Big Bill hits him with a different ladder on the outside. I really don't know where all these ladders came from. Starks knocks Harwood and Dralistico down with shots and then does the same to Wheeler. Starks 
hits Drelistico and Roosh with spears, delivers a back elbow to Wheeler. Stark starts walking on the ropes, drops Wheeler with a backdrop driver. King has been busted open because Stark's, uh, you know, just really, really smashed him. He's bleeding all over the makeup. It's quite the sight. Starks props a ladder in the corner. Black comes back, exchanges shots with Starks. Black delivers a back elbow, but Starks throws Black into that ladder. Yes, we're still going. King knocks Starks into the ladder and then drops Harwood onto that as well. Now, we see King deliver a cannonball to Harwood on top of the ladder and then sets up a different ladder, starts to climb it. He gets stopped. The action continues because there's more high spots coming at you. A ladder bridge is set up outside the ring from the ring apron to the outside barricade. Cash Wheeler climbs to the top rope, flies off with a splash onto Brody King on the ladder bridge, and everybody starts chanting holy again. Back in the ring, Harwood starts climbing up opposing sides of the ladder set up underneath the titles they begin duking it out on top the crowd starts going nuts starks hits harwood off and then wheeler runs up starks hits him as well big bill starts grabbing him pulls him down one title comes off he throws it to big bill the other title gets pulled down and yes ricky starks and big bill retain the aew world tag team championship uh kidder i'm I'm going to say i i tried my best to keep track of all of that as you were saying and uh (laughs) this sounds a bit chaotic and um such i i will say i do want to see this match i might have to try and track this one down uh because it sounds like it was awesome uh even though the wrong team won uh but yeah, it it sounds uh, surprisingly good, and the the thing is, it's hard to do a good ladder match these days because it's like all of the spots have been done. It seems like yeah, everybody has seen them. There's kind of almost a lack of creativity with it a little bit. Plus, I hate the slow climb up the ladder. Yeah. Yep. I was just like destroyed, and then it takes him forever. Yes. Right. I, I I hate that part, but this doesn't sound like that happened. This sounded like it was pretty fast paced. People climbing the ladder like they actually wanted to win the titles. Yep. And uh, I can appreciate that, even though I have to drink this. Cheers. Cheers to you, Howie Blues. <clears throat> oh. It doesn't get any better, man. It does not get any better. <laughs> Here I thought oh. I'd uh, start warming, warming your heart and, and those sorts of things and, and help you uh, get a move into the right direction. Uh, no, no. It, it's, it also doesn't help like that, that we're doing this before Thanksgiving, you know, so it's like mm-hmm. I'm not ready to be in the Christmas spirit, and so this is just like too much candy cane peppermint taste for this time of the year. Ah, well, good thing that next weekend is after Thanksgiving, and we'll be able to do this again. Uh, I mean, it depends. Ah, shit. No, there's enough. There's enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know what? <laughs> if there wasn't, 
or if there isn't by the time we're done with this, I I will spend the four ninety five to go buy another bottle for you. Okay. No, I, I'm in that giving of a mood. I'm I'm gonna help you out. Uh, no, I you know listen, I I appreciate the thought and yeah, such. But oh, you want some like green apple pucker or something like that? I mean, that would at least maybe be enjoyable. <laughs> What are you in college now? Jeez. Listen, <clears throat> listen, I, I, man, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking for words and they aren't coming to my mouth because, uh, okay, you know, Howard, Howard hasn't been doing a lot of drinking lately, so this is hitting a right. bit hard. Also, I'm trying to hobby at the same time and listen to you. Um, uh-huh. uh, eventually, the multitasking ability is going to fail. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, I was kind of hoping that our uh, our overseas friend would be joining us by now because he'd have some good things to help you through and uh, give you some words to say. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, listen, I mean, if, if our, our friend from overseas wanted to all of a sudden show up and kind of just take over co-hosting so that... Ah, yes. I, I mean, I, I'd maybe be all for that at this point. So he has to take the shots instead of you. It, that I mean, that is the theory that I'm operating under. So gotcha. gotcha. Make sure you subscribe to us, by the way. Thanks. Next <laughs> and up, you too could fill in for Howard. <laughs> yeah, you, you subscribe to our show. Give us ten bucks. You can fill in for Howard. Okay. Next up, it is a triple threat match for the AEW TBS championship 11 minutes 20 seconds in length featuring your second ever tbs champion chris statlander versus sky blue and julia hart i pick julia hart that's a that's a that's a good pick. I'm gonna stick with the champion. I'm gonna go with Chris Statlander. I'm I'm hoping I'm I, I'm trying to once again read Kidder's face, but I'm gonna I'll I'll stick to it. I'll stick to Statlander. Uh, I I feel like she just got the title not that long ago. She should hold on to it for a while. <clears throat> that's that's my theory. That's what I'm going with. I can't tell you how many days it's been because um, I don't have that. You know, that that's okay that's it just it it I, you know and i i could be just off on my whole timing with this because you know jade cargill held it for so stinking long that this just feels like well she just got the title yesterday because yeah yeah it wasn't all that long ago but yeah but, uh but we'll, we'll go with chris statlander i'll i'll mm-hmm. go we'll go with that Although that does mean that even though I said, hey, Buddy Matthews is going to lose, this House of Black is going to win at some point. And I have yet to pick anybody else from House of Black. (laughs) This is... uh, Glue's getting to you. uh, I'm I'm done with gluing. I'm I'm green stuffing now. What, What blue stuffing? Uh, well, it starts off as blue and yellow stuff, and you you mix it together. It's actually called neatite, and when you mix it, then it becomes green. And explodes. And then you can you know carve things into it, like that. Uh, I was hoping it explode or something like C four, or perhaps the gum on the first Mission Impossible from nineteen ninety six. Look, do, listen. Do I look like JS Gunslinger? 
I don't have that kind of explosives in my house. I mean, you're running at about the same level of drinks right now, so... You know, that is true. I am drinking at a JS Gunslinger level. <laughs> but, F it. Um, lights go out, they come back on, Julia Hart's theme hits, and here she comes, all business, ready to go. Next, baseball cap is gone. Sky Blue has a, thr a thorn crown. <clears throat> And different music. That's a change. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris Statlander's theme hits. She comes on out with the belt. And, uh, of course, uh, with the uh, sign language, I can't remember what she signs or mouths. But there you go. Bell rings. We're officially off. Everybody starts staring each other down. Chris Statlander goes to work. Takes Julia down with an arm drag and then takes out Sky Blue. Uh, Statlander hits a big double clothesline. Takes both of them out at the same time because they both stood up and then yeah, she took them out. Champ is off. Good start. Heart and Blue team up. Takes Statlander down. And then they turn on each other. Back on the floor, we see Heart and Blue looking for a double suplex on Statlander, but she counters and suplexes both of them, two, with a double suplex of her own. Back of the ring, or is that one? Howard the ref, you're ruling. He's going with two. So there we go. Perfect. Back in the ring. Sky Blue and Julie Hart continue to go after each other until Statlander starts firing it up. She hits a bunch more suplexes. Three, four, five, six, seven. We'll throw an eight for good measure. And then the commentators start jokingly referring to her as the human suplex machine. And then Taj goes, hey, hey, oh, what, uh, hey, uh, come on now, eh? Because, you know, it's Taz, the human suplex machine. Moments later, Sky Blue hits a huge code blue. Very close, very close near fall. Hart gets her submission finisher on, but it does not end it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, moments later, Hart pulls off the win as a counter off of uh, uh, Chris Statlander. That's right. Julia Hart at a one, two, and three. Uh, yeah, there you go. New TBS Women's Champion. Man, the bottle's getting heavier, even though it's getting lighter. Uh, it, it yes, because mm. the more I drink this, the the more of my soul leaves my body. <clears throat> um. I mean, this was a match, mm -hmm. yes. and uh, I, I, I really don't have any more insight than that, and I'm very disappointed that this is, what, my sixth shot of the night? Yeah. So, I'd also cheers. like to mention again that uh, as, as Howard is punishing himself, uh, <laughs> for verification and authentication purposes... Howard has the full list that I sent him in the predictions before the show. So this is above board and 100% legit. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Nobody can accuse me of cheating because 
I would at least not have taken six shots of this. <laughs> Oh my you God. you know it's authentic because, <clears throat> which is kind of why I, I like doing the punishment shots because then it's not like anybody could go. Well, Howard didn't watch, but clearly he got spoilers from the internet. It's like, well, no, because Howard is clearly drinking terrible liquor. Yeah, and and if I was going to cheat, I would make it so I didn't have to drink terrible liquor. Oh my gosh, we still have three matches to go. Oh uh, my gosh, I still have three matches where I could possibly drink. Yeah. So, <sighs> okay. Uh, this is uh, obviously the next uh, point where there's another DraftKings commercial. Get her. I I, I told that. Sorry, I, I told you I'm doing green stuff. I, I have these lovely green stuff rollers that allow me to to do like really cool designs in it. Yeah. Here, here's the thing one end has a cap that you can pop off to open and get the roller out the other side does not have a cap and i may have been sitting here like why is there i was trying to open the wrong end man time to stop crafting i'm almost done oh well, we're not. Uh, another DraftKings commercial hits, and uh, this is where they actually do the announcement. Uh, the aerial assassin uh, comes out after his music hits and uh, says, Bruv, I'm this bruv, and I'm all yours, but I'm not yours yet because I'm still in New Japan till my contract ends brov but then brov we're back at wembley stadium brov next year brov and i'm yours and brov it's all elite brov that's what i got from that promo he likes saying brov a lot i mean the nice thing is like will osprey is actually an amazing talent <clears throat> so i i look forward to listening to you describe his matches in the future. I mean, you already have, but yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I... Howard's still sitting upright somehow. Okay. Well, speaking of upright, we got another match. And it's a Texas death match. 29 minutes, 55 seconds long there, Howard Blues. Oh, Half boy. an hour of your life right here coming up. <laughs> that gives me some time to sober up. It's Hangman out of page versus Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana or Nana, whatever. Nana, nana. Uh, I chose Swerve Strickland. Nana, 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 nana. Hey, hey, hey! It's your choice. Uh, I am going to go with the cowboy Hangman Adam Page. Yippee ki yay! Uh, mostly because. I, I gotta I gotta start making a comeback here at, at some point. Kidder, uh your head clearly. And uh if I have any chance of maybe winning bragging rights, I gotta I gotta take some bold bold choices. What, but that uh, could also just be the schnapps talking. Sure. What what's our score right now? Uh um I have to read my own handwriting. Uh scribbles. <laughs> Uh, seven to four. Seven to four is our our current. If the camera focuses, <coughs> is our current um okay. is our current score of my handy dandy scorecard. 
Thank you for that. You're welcome. A and question mark is that what that says? <laughs> uh, no, that was a, a little scribble to get the pen to work. Uh, oh, such. <laughs> I thought that was the downward spiral of this show. All right, uh, just my life. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So they uh, another video package, and uh, there's been you know the intense back and forth with this. Swerve Strickland uh, entrance music hits, and he and uh, Prince Nana have a bunch of female dancers. They do the dance uh, on the way down, and you know it is what it is. Uh, Mogul Embassy leader. Emerges all business. He's uh, headed into the ring for the De Texas death match. And uh, suddenly, Hangman Page comes running out. And, uh, oh, man, straight on in. He's on. They hit each other. And bing, 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 bing. Here we go. Deck swerve. Crowd goes nuts. Suddenly, Hangman grabs a stapler and staples something to Swerve's face in the corner of the ring. Swerve takes off after this, and now we see Hangman's busted open and bleeding. Swerve chokes him. Hangman fights back, continues to come unhinged, but uh, he starts using everything at his disposal to inflict pain on Swerve, who is also now bleeding all over the place. Uh, it appeared, in fact, that <clears throat> Hangman had stapled a children's uh, crayon drawing to Swerve's face. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> we're going. Blood's flowing. Swerve's dripping blood all over the place. Somehow there's scissors in the ring. And then, uh, you know, we're not talking about scissor me, Daddy Swerve. It's going nuts. Swerve fights back. He's looking nuts, takes a staple gun, and then he staples himself. Blap, 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 stapling himself. The crowd's going, holy, 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 holy. Barbed wire wrapped around a chair gets wedged into the ropes in the corner. Swerve runs Hangman's face straight into it. The crowd gasps and goes nuts. Strickland grabs a cinder block from underneath the ring, sets it on the apron. Hangman starts to recover, but as they're bleeding all over the place, it's going crazy. Hangman wraps something around Swerve, continues to beat him down. Looks like it is barbed wire. Beats him down, pulls him ahead into the offensive lead again, and the crowd keeps going crazier and crazier. Hangman stops for a moment, enjoying the blood flowing off his face. Swerve takes over. Buckets keep pouring all over the mat. It's going all over. Prince Nana gets involved. Hangman takes him, grabs the barbed wire wrapped steel chair, and uh, uses that smashing swerve. Then Hangman hoists Swerve up onto the ropes looking for an avalanche deadeye. Swerve escapes before he can. Power bombs Hangman off the top rope onto the barbed wire wrapped chair. Then he heads back to the top rope, comes off with a flying double stomp onto Hangman, who's still on the barbed wire chair. Then he goes under the ring, grabs a bag. 
comes into the ring, opens it up, pours the bag contents all over Hangman back, and guess what? It's a bunch of broken glass. <sighs> then, Swerve goes up top, on top of the turnbuckle, 450 splash off the top rope onto Hangman, who is still on the barbed wire chair with the glass all over his back. Of course, hurting his own chest in the process. Then, the referee nearly gets to the 10 count because, of course, with a Texas death match, you have to be either knocked out or submit. Suddenly, Hangman pops up right away. Crowd sh shocked. Everybody's shocked because it was nine and nine tenths. Swerve sets up two unfolded chairs in the ring. He pulls out plywood with barbed wire all over it, lays it across the two chairs like a bridge. Swerve grabs Hangman, pulls him into the corner, and then brings him up to the top rope with him. Hangman bites Swerve. Yeah, and starts drinking his blood. He grabs Swerve, connects through the barbed wire board bridge off the chairs from the top rope, pops right back up, power bombs him again on the barbed wire board, hits a dead eye again on the barbed wire board on the floor. Page grabs a long strand of barbed wire wraps it around his fist and his arm. Then he wraps some of it around Swerve's face and neck. He hits a buckshot lariat. Wham! Swerve just wasn't going to get up. Prince Dana pulls him out of the ring, beats the count. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, the machine, Brian Cage. <laughs> yeah, <nah>, no. <laughs> Listen. You got to calm down with that because you're a week early, bro. I, I, I'm a week early and like seven shots in? Six sure. shots? Seven shots in the night. I, All yeah. right. Uh, Brian Cage, part of the Mogul Assembly, runs down, keeps blasting him. Then Hangman uh, starts getting blasted uh, some more because Cage hits a lariat on him, hits an F5 on him. And then goes out, grabs a table, which he sets up on the floor. Page ends up recovering uh, and counters and levels Cage with some barbed wire, which then busts Cage open. So uh, he also sees Nana coming up to the top with a chair to hit Hangman. But Hangman grabs the chair. Nana starts doing the stupid dance from the beginning and... Hangman puts him through the table with a giant dead eye. Strickland then hits Paige over the head with a cinder block. It busts all over the place because, you know, that's what cinder blocks do. He then wraps a chain around Hangman's throat, pulls the chain tight, hangs Hangman with the chain from the ring post. Hangman's out. That is a one-two and done. Hangman's out. Stur Swerve Strickland picks up the win by knockout. I, uh, I'm i not going to lie, Kidder. Uh, listening to you describe this match um, was a bit painful. Uh, I am not, like, as much as I, like, my, hey, my favorite wrestler of all time is Mick Foley. 
and he did hardcore matches. I'm not a huge fan of the death match. Uh, you know, like I kind of like my PG 13 WWE hardcore match. I get a little squeamish at uh, some of this and hearing about, you know, people stapling themselves. I just like, ow. The, the um, blood was dripping in buckets. I I, I am not they going to have to take two ring sheets off because of soaking through the blood was all over the the ropes and everything like the ropes were white and you could see big red spots drying on the ropes i, I mean over the place. listen i'm a guy who likes horror movies and i can handle some things but i don't like the torture porn that is kind of <laughs> rampant in today's horror movies uh, but i i'm not i i i'm not big into like like medical stuff makes me squeamish but like this just oh i had a hard time listening to you describe this match and uh hey i get to, to and that's even seven shots in which now hey eight seven shots in the night i, I think you already made that joke well i love Volbeat, so yeah anyway cheers uh cheers Just the look on his face. <clears throat> All right. Next I, up. Oh. Is this the last? Is this last? Nope. Have we had enough talk? Oh, <laughs> we had two more. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to tap. I'm tapping. Where's the ref? I can't see I give it. up. Can't see it. Not happening. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Let's uh, continue along before Howard falls asleep. <laughs> Or falls uh, over. They're running back uh, video footage now from the zero hour uh, because, you know, everybody has forgotten that MGF was attacked and stretched out and then put in an ambulance and then the ambulance took off. <clears throat> Whatever. Uh, then, pre match video, a promo, if you will, telling us about the Golden Jets. That is Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, because they're both from Winnipeg, Canada. They're teaming up against the Young Bucks. Now, with a win, they take the Young Bucks' guaranteed tag title shot. With a loss, the Golden Jets can never, never team up again. I, I, I'm not going to lie, Kidder. One thing that annoys me about AEW, uh, and they get this from New Japan, but it's the fact that, like, everything has to have a name. Hey, we got Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho teaming. They need to be the Golden Jets. Hey, it's Kenny Omega and Kodai Bushi teaming up. Well, they're going to be the Golden Lovers. Hey, it's Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Oh, they're the elite. F the elite. <laughs> I, I mean, my thing is, like, you have factions. You can just be the elite, you know? Anyway, that's a small rant from Intoxicated Howard. You're welcome. I'm glad you made that point because I'm kind of feeling the same thing. Of Why does everything have to have a different name? Right. I, I mean, 
I'm all for it. I get it. I get what they're trying to do. And it is something that happens in New Japan. And I, I get that they're pulling that from that uh, that promotion and bringing it over. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of annoying because, like, as I was reading through and I'm like, the Young Bucks versus the Golden Jet. I'm like, who the hell are these guys? Luckily, you put that in. You could have confused the shit out of me if you would have just put Young Bucks versus the Golden Jet. Who are the Golden Jets? I wouldn't have known. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Don Callis is on uh, commentary for this match as well, <clears throat> who everybody make, hates right now. Did I make a prediction on this yet? No, we haven't predicted. Who are you going okay. with? I, crap, I don't even know on this. Um, I'll take the Golden Jets. <clears throat> I uh, also chose Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega, the Golden Jets. Why? Because F the Elite. All right. <laughs> Kenny Omega is part of the Elite. This yeah, match I makes know. no sense. I, yep, it, it does. Glad we're here. So, here we go. <clears throat> Nick and Kenny Omega start the match off. They start trading the old map-based wrestling and uh, fist bump each other. And then Jericho tags in, and so does Matt Jackson. Matt slams Jericho, but Jericho comes back, chops him into the corner. Omega tags in and stops the chops and allows Matt to back away from the corner. Matt kicks Omega in the midsection and clubs him across the back. Then sends Omega across the ring, but Omega counters with a Hurricane Rana to the outside. Omega sends Nick out as well, and Nick pulls Jericho to the apron after Jericho makes the tag. Omega takes Matt out with a dive, but Nick kicks him in the face. Jericho sends Nick to the floor with an enziguri and follows with a low drop kick. Matt comes back with shots to Jericho on the outside. After that, the Bucks put him... Uh, put his arm, Jericho's arm, that is, between the steps and the ring post. Matt super kicks the steps to Jericho's arm and gets back into the ring. Jericho pulls his arm out and it is clearly bleeding. Nick tags in and delivers some shots to Jericho. Matt tags back in and then works over Jericho's arm. Nick tags in and the Bucks double team Jericho for a bit. Nick delivers another shot to Jericho's arm, which of course is still clearly bleeding. Jericho comes back with a double clothesline. Nick delivers a shot to the head, drop kicks him to the floor. Matt pulls Jericho's arm into the ring post and gets Jericho back to the ring. The old arm into the ring post spot. <clears throat> Jericho fights back, tags in Kenny Omega. The Bucks double team Omega and uh, fighting back and all that. And we got Orion up here. He's coming up to the top rope. He wants to see what's happening. He's got to get involved because this this is where the action is. <laughs> Hi. You 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 you're helping? You want to talk about wrestling too? Yeah? Look right here. Right here. <laughs> Orion, you get you, you get the next. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, depending on how you do his age, he's either too young or way too old to drink. <laughs> He's too young for this. All right. So, double clothesline. 
Nick delivers a shot to his head, drop kicks to the floor. Matt pulls Jericho's arm to the ring post, like I said. Jericho's fighting back, tags Kenny Omega in the Bucks. Double team Omega, but he fights back, takes them both down with snap dragon suplexes. Then Omega puts Nick in the corner and drops Matt with a rolling senton. Omega drops Nick with a backstabber and drops Matt with a moonsault on the outside. Omega goes for the crossbody of Nick, but Nick rolls through, gets a two count. Omega delivers a knee to Nick's face, and the Jericho and Matt both tag in. Jericho drops Matt with a few shoulder tackles and then hits Nick with one as well. Jericho connects with a double line. Salt goes for the walls of Jericho and Matt, but guess what? His arm hurts, and so he can't lock in the walls because... You got to break down the walls. Matt kicks Jericho in the face as he turned around, sends him into the corner. Nick wrenches Jericho's arm over the top rope. Matt takes him down and then goes for the walls himself. But Jericho rolls him up, gets a two count. Jericho drops Matt with a shot. Nick takes Jericho down and then Omega smashes Nick. Omega ends up getting hit and uh, Jericho counters Matt. Locks in the walls of Jericho once again. Matt gets free, and uh, he and Jericho exchange shots. The Young Butts now set up the old BTE trigger and then hit the uh, stereo super kicks in a double-team attack. And now they have Jericho down and out. Jericho keeps trying to fight back, but uh, he's mostly trying to defend himself. And, of course, uh, <clears throat> there's a low blow. Bam. When Omega turns around, the, uh, uh, let's see, it would be uh, Nick Jackson blatantly kicks the hell out of him with a huge low blow that the ref didn't see because, of course, they were <clears throat> distracting. Yeah. So, turns around, Jericho hits it with a Judas effect, but uh, he goes for the cover. Omega ends up breaking up the cover. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, uh, you know, thinking that uh, we're going to be working together all of a sudden. And I'm like, oh, is this, is this the moment? Is this the turn? Hmm. Hmm. Well, Omega fires up, but Jackson slows him down with a one-winged angel. A two-count there. The fight continues with... Uh, Matt Jackson landing some super kicks, but after he hits Jericho in a mid-Judas effect with one, Jericho continues with his Judas effect anyway, going, ah! Then Jackson takes a bump, and Omega takes out the other Jackson with the ripcord knee, and a one-winged angel goes for the cover, rolls him up at a one, two, and three. The Golden Jets are now not only your winners, but next in line for a title shot of the AEW Tag Team Championship. <clears throat> the uh, uh, Jacksons are throwing a huge tantrum on the floor. They're grabbing chairs, bashing them against the ring posts. They're super pissed. Just smashing chairs into the ring post and throwing stuff out into the... Uh, out into the crowd and screaming at each other and Kenny Omega is like uh. so there's that <clears throat> 20 minutes 45 seconds on a bright note I got one right finally 
I don't have to drink. Uh, that I'll drink a water. I, I I would, but you know what? I didn't bring any down, and the only water I have is paint water, and I'm not drinking that. So uh, I mean, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I I'm not gonna lie, kidder. Uh, <laughs> I've had enough to drink. I didn't follow any of that. I just heard Golden Jets win. So we've uh, we've reached Why that. Are we here. <laughs> uh, we're here because we started this, and I was not expecting to take eight shots of peppermint schnapps, hmm. and uh, am now somewhat out of it. Shots, um, shots, 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 shots. <clears throat> so uh anyway i'm still hobbying i'm i'm now oh, gap boy. filling um so i you know that's happening currently as we speak and uh i am uh I, yeah anyway it was a match uh i was not a well i can't say i wasn't expecting because i got that one right um <clears throat> Interesting turn of events that they're going to go with uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho continuing to team. Mm -hmm. um, so I, uh, I'll take my victory on that. And uh, can you please tell me that the next one is the main event? Because that is right. It is officially the 11th match of the night. It is your AEW World Championship match, the main event. <clears throat> I'm surprised you didn't do the usual, you know, Mark Henry bit. I'm, I'm it's a little time for the main event. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I thought that one was going to blow you out of your seat or your director's <laughs> chair is going to implode on you again just out of spite. I hope not. It's 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 back over there, and I, I would hate for it to damage the uh wonderful resin cast muskets i have there which is another project i need to work on <laughs> when uh not intoxicated yeah don't play with guns kids <clears throat> all right so uh this one as we remember with the storytelling earlier on in the match uh as the show i should say not the match uh <clears throat> MJF unable to compete, deemed unable to compete, and so Adam Cole, baby, sorry, baby, is uh, fit in, filling in. So, by default, because as you saw, my choice was MJF, I choose Adam Cole because mm. um, he is, you know, taking the place of my pick that i picked before the show that's uh that's very noble of you um i kidder uh i'm gonna look at this as somebody who didn't watch the show and therefore has the advantage of pure blind luck um i think there's two things that they could do they could have mjf return and therefore save his title you could have MJF lose his title because of this, maybe causing a little bit of heat between him and Adam Cole. It's a possibility. Um, I'm going to go for what makes things the most interesting. 
And I think here's the thing. If you get rid of MJF, you have Adam Cole lose the title because he's not in condition to fight. It's a way to move the title off MJF without MJF losing. Uh, you know what? Okay, I'll pick Jay White. I mean, I'm I'm already losing. I I Deb, but I'm risking it all. Big money, big money, no whammies, no whammies. You gotta risk it for the biscuit. Okay. <laughs> I I also I have this little chunk of green stuff and I don't know what to sculpt with it. Any any thoughts, Kidder? Any suggestions? What what should I sculpt? The bottom of your shot glass. <laughs> um I mean that's just flat. That's not interesting, man. Well, um it, yeah, it isn't, but <clears throat> it's apparently what you're vested in tonight. I mean I'm uh, I'm I'm something. That's that's for sure. So this match is twenty nine minutes forty five seconds. Uh right away. You know it's all about the boom. Adam Cole Bebe comes on down with his uh Ring of Honor tag team championship belt around his waist, and of course he's got the giant boot yet, and he's on crutches. And uh <clears throat> he gets a pretty big pop. There it is. Good to go. Does his uh, pretty much his usual shtick with the Adam Cole baby and the boom. And then Bullet Club Gold Entrance. Jay White is headed out accompanied by the guns for the main event. And as you may or may not remember, <coughs> which is okay if you don't, uh, Jay White stole the Triple B. Uh, months ago and has been hanging on to it saying that he's the real champion and he's wearing the belt <clears throat> so looks like the match is about to get, begin there's still some shenanigans uh, Jay White lays down and pretends that he's going to let Cole pin him he laughs pops up and uh, you know haha uh, and of course the guns are jumping up on the ring apron and they're pointing at uh, Adam Cole and whatnot. And uh, Bryce Rimsburg is telling them to get down and get down. And so there's a lot of shenanigans and, and things happening. And suddenly there's sirens. Howard, there are sirens. We cut to the back and there's an ambulance with the lights on. And clearly not the actual siren hauling ass down the uh, uh, area into the back. And we come up to it and look, it's MJF who allegedly stole the ambulance and brought it back to the Kia Forum. So then he could fight on one leg uh, as he puts it in park. He's having difficulty trying to get out of the ambulance. And I'm like, WTF, mate. <clears throat> anyway, he gets out of the ambulance, and uh, you can see that his quad uh, is bandaged significantly, round and round and round, okay? He hobbles his way in, comes on down, the uh, uh, music hits, he makes his way down to the ring and tells Adam Cole, thanks man, you're good, I got this, ding, 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 and they're off. It is 
chanting MJF, the crowd going after him, and uh, that he's there, scumbag. Jay White starts dominating easily, going after the uh, uh, noticeable injury, if you will, the wrap around his leg, okay? So, the guns are getting cheap shots. They're pulling them in, taking them out. Uh, Jay White keeps the ref busy away from looking at the guns. And this is like four times. And then suddenly, uh, I think it was Colton goes over to grab a chair. And he's about to smash MJF with a chair. And Bryce Remsburg turns around. Hey! Hey! I see the chair. And then looks at him, looks at him, looks at him. And uh, you're out of here! Yeah, he kicks the guns out of the ring. There you go. They're out of here. Uh, of course, Adam Cole wearing a, a I'm your bro chacho shirt, uh, something like that. Uh, Adam Cole got the big old smile on his face because he's still ringside on his crutches. White is still taking it to MJF, though, and keeps blasting him. Uh, MJF gets some fight, and then White takes over immediately, okay? It keeps doing this uh, for quite a while. MJF takes over and bashes White's head into the turnbuckle, climbs up on him for the 10 punch in the corner spot, and then, of course, you get the 1 through 10 count. Adam Cole's cheering MJF. Keep the crowd going. Good to go. MJF's going for the kangaroo kick. Hits it. Knocks White out onto the floor. But, of course, the leg injury is really hurting him. Cole's shouting instructions to MJF from ringside, but of course doesn't work out his plan because White comes back into the ring, drop kicks on the injured leg of MJF, takes over control of the match. White dumps MJF over his head. MJF crashes and uh, burns awkwardly on the floor at ringside. Looks like it really hurt. White starts taunting him and Cole from the ring, then heads out to start beating up MJF more. But MJF starts fighting back. He decks White and starts clearing off the commentary desk. And fans start getting nuts. MJF is ready to put White through the commentary desk. He puts White onto the desk. And the whole desk falls apart. <laughs> he literally rolled onto the desk and the son bitch poof. Literally not the German announced desk. Because no, we know that thing's indestructible. It definitely was not. Maybe it was the IKEA desk. I don't know. They didn't put the screws in. I not sure, but I, I cannot remember it being that big of a screw job for a piece of equipment. I could not handle it. I I laughed for, for five minutes probably because it was it was the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Anyway, so he's still dead laying on the floor, Jay White. MJF goes up to the turnbuckle anyway, does a huge flying elbow and blasts him anyway. And then, of course, they're laying there uh, in probably a lot of pain. <clears throat> Ref's counting. They get uh, nearly like a 7-8 count, and MJF comes back up. <sighs> Excuse me, because, um, you know, this is super exciting. Uh, MJF grabbed Jay White, pulls him back into the ring, 
to break the count for both of them. The crowd's still going nuts, chanting, he's our scumbag. Jay White ends up getting some uh, uh, momentum, if you will, fights back, hits a dragon screw off in the ropes on MJF, which, of course, hurts his injured leg some more. So both head up to the top rope now. White connects with a huge avalanche Urinagi for a super close near fall. <clears throat> MJF starts hulking up a little bit. White snatches him. Uh, looks for the Blade Runner finisher, but MJF avoids it. White goes for it again, but again, MJF avoids it. MJF ends up hitting a tombstone pile driver, but of course it hurts his bad leg. <clears throat> and there we go, Daily Pool. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. We were uh, shouting you out uh, a little bit earlier, so uh, make sure you uh, head back uh, in the replay and uh, leave your comments. Uh, welcome, welcome to the show as we are on the last bit of it. So, <clears throat> here we go. Coles keeps shouting. He's getting encouragement to MJF, looking ready to get this match done. MJF goes to pick up Jay White, but ends up collapsing, of course, because the leg injury. Ref comes over to check on him, calls for the doctor. MJF insists on continuing, slaps his own hurt knee and leg. The crown comes to life and rallies behind him. White goes back to work and <clears throat> starts hitting the injured leg again. Spits at Cole ringside, giant loogie. Threw him through the air. Puts MJF in, woo, the figure four. MJF is screaming in pain. Adam Cole has a towel, and he's ready to throw it in. MJF is yelling, no, don't do it, but ends up fighting back and reverses the hold, putting the pressure on Jay White's legs. Then, well, guess what, Howard? What? Tell me, I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you are because at this point, MJF pushes back. Jay White goes flying and hits Bryce Remsburg in the head. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> White ends up hitting a dragon screw on the injured leg again. <clears throat> Now, when you look at Adam Cole, is on the floor. He's got MJF's dynamite diamond ring, and MJF wants it. But White ends up grabbing it first. Before he can use it, MJF, boom! That's a ding! Hits the low blow, and now he grabs the rings. Suddenly, the guns come running out. MJF decks the one, and then decks the other one. They go flying out of the ring. He turns into a Blade Runner attempt from White, but sneaks in a ring shot to avoid that. He goes for the cover, rolls him up a one, two, and three. <clears throat> Your winner and still AEW World Champion for 364 days. Yeah, it is MJF. Hey, Midnight Rocker 101 joining us over there on uh, the Twitch side of things. Welcome to the show, Midnight Rocker. It's the... <coughs> oh, thank you. 
Thank you, sir. Thank you. You are the slickest of them all. Let us let me tell you. You came at just the right moment to see Howard taking his ninth shot of the show. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. <clears throat> and uh hey, hey, hey kidder, here here's a fun one for you as I as I pour this. Uh you know, I was trying to I was trying to since I was I was done hobbying. Uh, be engaged. Ooh, that's a full one. Um, that's because I didn't go engage. Yeah. I well. Okay. So first off, the bottle was up like here when ah. I started, so it gives ah. you an idea. Uh, but anyway, I, I was Good trying to be engaged, and uh, you you know you set it up with the pow, and I did a this motion, and then you said it was a low blow, and I'm like, oh, <coughs> so it'd be a this motion. And of course, as soon as I did that, I hit the cutting mat that's on my uh, my painting desk, sending all of my miniatures, all of the bases, everything flying. Basic fruit basket upset over here. I had to clean it all up. Hmm. And uh, yeah, so yeah, anyway. Howard's got tricks, that's right. <laughs> How, Howard's got a lot of things going right now. Howard's and, got uh, drinks. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, hey... Uh, here we go. Last Jaco. Yes, last punishment shot of the night. I also like to uh, mention with all of that and the shenanigans happening, Howard Blues. You want to say it? You want to say the thing? Uh, what? That it's been a week? <laughs> Wrong show. Or, whoa, no, wait. <laughs> that is right. Uh, I'm guessing you know, what you were hinting at, what I should have picked up. But I'm not sure how it's in on peppermint schnapps. Uh, Kidder, this has got to definitely have been the DraftKings screwy finish of the there night. There it is. There we go. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, for this. that, your reward is another shot of peppermint schnapps. No, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm tapping. Yeah, yeah, you're done, all right. <laughs> well done. Uh, yes, uh, I, I, I've had too much. <laughs> Clearly too much. Um, I was not expecting to do that poorly. Uh, hey, for anybody who who wasn't keeping score, guess what? The drunk guy was. Uh, Kidder, you continue to hold on to breaking rights. I Our final score. I lost all of a sudden because the drunk guy's keeping tally. <laughs> uh, he, he's pretty honest for a drunk guy. Um, the score, the final score, 5 to 10. Uh, once my camera focuses, uh, 5 to 10. Yes, my handwriting is that terrible, uh, and it is backwards. Not for you, the viewer. For me, it is. Uh, yeah, you're, you're good. It's, it's, it looks good over here. The funny thing is you can see the slants <laughs> going downhill. <laughs> Listen, I, I may have consumed one, two, three, nine um, shots of, uh, of peppermint schnapps. I, I will say, you know, that last shot not hitting me as bad as the others apparently hmm. nine nine is the magic number when it comes to peppermint schnapps okay there you go midnight rocker we'd love to hear your analysis on that i don't know if you have any experience uh with the the schnapps of the peppermint variety or anything related to it but uh, we need your analysis on that uh, as well uh <clears throat> as a side note well uh he's thinking about how to answer that and what question is actually in that statement uh adam cole and mjf had uh their little hard uh heartfelt moment there at the end they're hugging go up the ramp and uh that is it 
Join us Wednesday night for AEW Dynamite as the uh, Blah 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 uh, Championship uh, Countdown Tournament, etc., uh, etc. Et starts. <clears throat> That's about half an hour ago in this show and uh and that's um <clears throat> that's that's there so 29 minutes 45 seconds for for that um uh, that their match i i and i'm not gonna lie kidder i i i'm now able to read the comments on here mm. where i can see midnight rocker asking you know what is howard drinking and then oh nice no no this stuff <laughs> not good not good. I have I have suffered through nine terrible shots as I was horrible at predictions tonight. Once again, proving Howard does not cheat at predictions. Because if I did, I would not have put myself through this. <laughs> Capacity uh, for the Kia Forum is seventeen thousand five hundred. All right. Well, uh, Kidder, uh, we've been talking for quite a while, and uh, such. Any uh, any last thoughts about this pay per view <clears throat> before we wrap this show up? Well, you know, F- Full Gear has a nice little warm spot in my heart because it was my first AEW pay per view uh, that I was able to attend, and uh, truthfully, the first one I think I watched. Which is odd because I don't I don't recall watching any of the preview like the peep reviews before that. Well, maybe maybe there was one, I guess maybe it was uh, all out. Because um, I think that would have been where CM Punk debuted. Uh, either way, a <clears throat> uh, little soft spot in my heart. Um, uh, this was. I thought a very entertaining show. Uh, talking about it throughout the the night, uh, it, I thought it was, you know, not only good to watch but <clears throat> also good to talk about, and uh, it's good. Uh, as a side note, apparently Midnight Rockers uh, guessed Trish Stratus at uh, Comic Con, so so that's pretty cool. Uh, she has not yet become all elite. <laughs> so so there's that. <clears throat> we'll talk about her next weekend. So, uh, Rocker, join us next weekend uh, again for Survivor Series War Games. Uh, and then <clears throat> we'll, um, we'll be able to, to talk about um, the Stratus faction. Um, other notes. <laughs> I like the graphics. They added extra explosions and things in the background, so that warms my heart. <laughs> um, the production seemed pretty good, you know, the value. And, yeah. Oh, oh, that's good. Overall, that's good. good. Yeah. I, I will say, Kidder, I, I, the one thing, one thing I am looking forward to next week with Survivor Series and War Games, it's a WWE premium live event which means that there's only like five matches. So there's no way I'm going to take nine shots of this peppermint and schnapps next week. So I, uh, that, that's, that's a, that's a bonus. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, but uh, overall, um, 
I, I really do want to try and in 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 somehow some way see this ladder match, um, the four way ladder match. That sounded awesome. Want to see that? Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that that's kind of my overall. Overall, it sounds like it was a decent show. There were a couple of matches that I wasn't really interested in, and even as you described them, I was like, yeah. Uh, but overall, uh, I, you know, just as somebody who uh, is listening to this. My rating, my like, how much I want to see this uh, out of our usual scale of five, I'd say I'd give this a four. I, I would check it out if I could. That would be my uh, my my take. So, and uh, with that, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while, and uh, I, I have to get up early in the morning, yeah. so Gotta that's going to be painful. Midnight Rockers, uh, watch. Look at look at this in style. I, I mean, I, I I can't really tell what that was because you'll see it later on the stream. Well, no, I see it, but it's blurry, or at least I think it's blurry. Yeah, that's your vision. <laughs> I was gonna say I have been drinking, um, but anyway, uh, Kidder, as I was saying, uh, it's time that we wrap this show up. And because it's a wrestling show, as much as I hate this right now, uh, because you do all the talking during the wrestling show, that means that I'm in charge of the cheap plugs. And uh, everybody, uh, buckle up uh, as a fairly intoxicated Howard tries to get through all of the cheap plugs as best I can. Um, You'll know when I mess up because Gitter will be laughing at me. That's how this goes. Uh, So to wrap this up, where you can find us, of course, our home in cyberspace is beerbluesbs.com. That's where you can find links to all the places where you can get that triple B goodness. That's right. Beerbluesbs.com. What are some of the things you can find there? Well, I'm glad you asked. Not that you really asked, but hey, in my drunk imagination, you did. Uh, hey, you can always buy us a beer. Not that I need another one, but you could. And... That is our way of saying that, hey, you can donate to the show. We appreciate it. You can buy us a single beer. You could buy us a six-pack, a 12-pack. Hey, it's really up to you how much you want to spend. We get to call you out on the show. You can send a message in. We'll read it out. It's your way to interact. Be part of the show. And we, of course, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we also have some merch. Also, Kidder, I realized that through the first half of this uh, cheap plugs, I had my eyes closed for no reason. Yeah. Anyway, You're yes. Visualizing the words in your mind. And <laughs> I was, like I was cutting off. I was cutting off the visual stimulation to try and get this right. Uh, yes, we have triple B merch. Like, hey, we have a premium T-shirt. Or, you know, when you have to watch a premium live event, although this was a pay-per-view, but you get the idea. All of that you can find through our merch store, which you can find at beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch. Also, Kidder decided that we needed a second store. Why? I don't know. But Kidder did it. And you can also find us at uh, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs slash merch. Did I get that right, Kidder? You're doing great. Yes, I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying. This is That's this it. is hard. Uh, but yes, there's some different merch there. You can find uh, pint glasses, other oddities, T-shirts, a lot of them with interesting slogans. Like it's been a week. 
my classic slogan, all of that's there. Hey, we're also on social media. We are on Facebook. So, of course, just go to Facebook, search Beer, Blues, and BS. You can find the podcast. You can follow every now and then we post something interesting there. So make sure you check out there. Also, hey, uh, you might be watching this on Twitch. You might be watching this on YouTube. But we have a regular weekly show, which, of course, is Beer, Blues, and BS, the best podcast in the world. And you can, of course, watch it on YouTube if you like to see our happy, smiling faces. I will say, though. As a just warning, I'm not always this intoxicated when we do that show. Probably would be a better show if I was, but I can't handle that. Anyway. I do want you, to say, Midnight Rocker says that he should have given Trish Stratus a Triple B shirt. I mean, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Or maybe a pint glass. You could give her a, a Triple B pint glass. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I, 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 I do know what you're saying. The old-fashioned... Perfect old fashioned cup, and a pint glass. Because she needs, probably needs one of the, everybody needs one of those, let's be honest. Or maybe <clears throat> the, uh, I will have a, a water with hops and grain. One of those. That's, that's a classy, classy pint glass, right? I, I mean, listen, the Mark Kidder is such a professional salesman, which I am not. That look, he just, he just can't help but, you know, mention all of this great merch. That I did not, because I'm an amateur. Anyway, I was saying, Facebook, Instagram, we're there. YouTube, we're there as well. I I got that. Hey, maybe you just want to listen to the audio version, because you're driving somewhere. The holidays are coming up. You might be traveling. You could take us with you. You know, at least in the not, like, physical, have-to-feed-us-houses kind of way. That's right. We do also put this out on the audio version, and you can get that from any of the audio platforms out there. So if you have a spot where you like to download your podcast, hey, we're there. Whether it's Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, you name a podcasting service, we're there. And so you can download us, take us with you, and have great entertainment Anywhere and everywhere you go. And with that, uh, you know, I mean, there's a couple other little things that we normally plug, but I think I got all of the main ones. And with that, Kidder, I think it's time we wrap this up. And to do that, I get to say the final three things. Here we go. The last hurdle. Can Howard clear the finish line? But <clears throat> always. Night Rocker's going to do reports uh, from Comic-Con for us next year. Uh, he said nice. that... Uh, He'll do them. I, at nice. first, uh, when I read it, I thought it said, uh, next year I should do a report for you. And then I was just throwing him under the bus, like, yeah, he's going to do that next year, <laughs> whether he likes it or not. But I reread it, and I go, oh, yeah, he said he would do a report. Okay. Thanks, oh. Midnight Rocker. And for yeah. that report, then you will need to know what things, Howard Blues. Um, I, I don't know where you're going with this, but that's because the, you know. Say the thing in oh, not in a week. Don't say the damn thing. That's for the other okay. show. <laughs> not that catchphrase. The other ones, which is simply, hey, always keep your glass at least half full. Unless it's peppermint schnapps. Don't do that. That that don't 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 do as you have seen tonight. Uh also we have free beer tomorrow, so look us up then. And uh of course, you can always find us down that wonderful headlock-filled 
Tuscan Highway. Good night, everybody. Have a good one. We'll see you on the next episode of Beer Blues and BS. Or even perhaps next weekend. Next S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y night for another live enhanced edition of the Triple B with a premium live event. All right. Howard, you know what? Go to bed. Uh, I, okay. As, as for everybody else, stick around, hit the play next button because there's more Triple B action coming right at you. Thanks again for watching. He's Howard Blue. Sorry, he's he's Howard Blues. I'm the man, the myth, legend, Mark Hitter. And uh, in the comments, uh, we got Mr. Dally Pool from overseas and the one and only, the 101, the Midnight Rocker 101. Thank you for being part of the show. Drop your uh, notes in the comments. We want to hear from you. And, of course, smash that sub button, hit the thumbs up, and we'll see you on the next episode of Beer Blues. NBS.